Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Well, you've guessed it. Here we are at Baseball Mainly. I'm not real happy today. I went to the eye doctor, and uh, I can't see a thing. They and put the, these drops in my eyes, and when I take the glasses off, I can't see because the lights are too bright. When I put them on, I can't see what's in front of me, so I'm in trouble. You look like Jim Leland. Thank you. So. <laughs> I have been mistaken for Jim, Jim Leland a I few know. times. Uh, I don't mumble right where I learned my <laughs> At any rate, um, with us today, as usual, and thankfully he's here, Corey, the assistant intern to the under-assistant intern coordinator, Good Stuart. Gravy. Holy moly. That, I had to come up with a new I title love for it. you. That's great. I don't know what my job is, but yeah. But you know, my, my, favorite, my favorite really is because your middle name is Patrick, Patrick. and your last name is Stuart. Yes. Is Corey Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, my father loved Star Trek, and or still loves Star Trek. Make it so, number make one. Make it so. <laughs> and, of course, the guy who puts it all together, makes it happen, gives us the rundown. Knows all the stats. Ethan, the Statman Perlman. How's it going? Yeah, I don't know yet. I, I will see if <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> and we have a, a real, a, a really special guest in the, in the studio with us today. Uh, you know, he he. All I did all season long with the ninth graders is hear about how wonderful Aaron Fields is. So Aaron Fields is with us. I had he had to come on. Because uh, I have to give him a hard time about coaching one of my guys in the ninth grade. Mm. Oh boy! And so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Aaron, welcome. Aaron, Aaron has. Uh, tell us what you have. You have a baseball academy. You, yes. Yeah. Yes. T- tell us a little about it. So I have All Fields Hitting Baseball Academy in Southfield. Uh, I own it with my brother Daniel. Uh, my dad is a big part of it, Bruce Fields, and. Uh, Bruce Fields, yes. uh, hitting instructor in the Tiger organization. Used to be. Yeah. He's in the Mets organization now. So oh, that's too maybe bad. Maybe that changed this year. Well, hopefully uh, that's hopefully that's good because they need the help in the, at the Mets. Tigers are beyond help right now. We we need some major leaguers. <laughs> it, and it, nothing, you know. I'm not knocking the Tigers as an organization. I'm just saying, you know. As he's was, wearing all nationals. Well, right well, now. you know, something happened <laughs> yeah. with the national. But the Tigers, um, you know, they had a minor league team on the field last year. I mean, if you looked around at the at the nine positions on the field, including pitching, it was pretty much a minor league team. Everyone needs to rebuild at some point. And you got to think about the Tigers were had a very good team for so long, yes. spent a lot of money, like a lot of great players. You know, you lose some of those guys, now you have to rebuild, mm-hmm. you know. So it was hard to watch, though. It and, was a long and, season. And you know it was hard to watch because we're fans. We yeah. we want the Tigers to win. Mm-hmm. So good luck good luck to uh, uh, your dad you. uh, with the Mets. And good luck to you in, in this endeavor. I understand you have a, a special day coming up Saturday. Yes. So we have a, a grand opening event, uh, open house uh, at our, lo- our new location. Uh, so we moved out. We had an old off-fields hitting. Uh, we moved into a new, bigger location. And we're having our open house event on Saturday. Uh, 10.30 to 2.30, and, you know, everybody come by and see what we have, you know, see the new facility and, you know, kind of check it out. I'm going to try and get there. I unfortunately okay. have to go to a funeral Saturday afternoon, but I'll try and get there in the morning, and uh, I can take some BP, right? 
Of course. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to sign a waiver first, though. So I think the person who's pitching to him has to sign the waiver because he's. You want to tell Aaron what you did to poor little Statman over there when he was taking when you were taking BP with him? So I got this cool new bat from uh, (laughs) from my bat co, Kurt Yaki's company. Yep, and it's beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. we call it the Barada model. It's a it's a thirty three. Maybe a 31 or 32 ounce bat. It's a club, right? Yeah. And uh, so I call Ethan up and say, Hey, man, you want to go take some batting practice up at the high school? He says, Sure. And I get my bucket of balls and we go up there. And Ethan is throwing to me. And man, I, you know, it, that bat is just wonderful. I smoked a couple. And then I hit this ball, line drive right back up the middle, got him right in the head. And I hey, they don't leave a bump, so. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying it was just a little soft, little humpback line well, you couldn't get out of the way of. Well, the, the funny part is I felt it hit, and I didn't. I'm sure any, you did. I'm sure you felt it And I didn't, sure I didn't feel hit. any pain or anything, and then, you know, like a few seconds later, you, you feel the pain register. Uh-huh. But no, I was actually surprised. No, like, ongoing headache or anything. It really wasn't as terrible as it kind of sounded or looked. Well, I was afraid, you know. Uh, Drop the bat immediately. <laughs> Just run Ethan's, over Ethan's dad and I are friends, and I wasn't didn't quite know how I was going to tell him that I killed his son. <laughs> did you have an L screen? He did. He just didn't, you know, he didn't did, get behind I, I, No, but I mean, he's a lefty, in, so in my it defense, was a right-handed. In my defense, I hate throwing in a batting cage. Okay. Because being a lefty, throwing to a righty, uh-huh. I hate having to have that L screen so close to the netting. And it's because of how I throw. I yeah. tend to throw three-quarter or sidearm. So I tend to stand back and kind of outside so I can kind of get it more over the plate for whoever I'm throwing to. And Whoopsies. 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 Well, you know. <laughs> All, right. All right, Ethan, take us, take us through the rundown a little bit. What happened on this day in baseball in 19... 19- 96. Well, let's see. 1996, uh, someone from Corey's hometown becomes the unanimous choice for the 1996 Rookie of the Year in the American League, and that being Derek Jeter. He hit 314 with 10 home runs and 78 RBIs. Uh, The 22-year-old shortstop is the eighth Yankee to be honored, and the first since Dave Rigetti got the award in 1981. Yeah, you guys remember Dave Rigetti, right? I do. I yeah. remember Derek Jeter more because I remember all of Kalamazoo was watching him during that game, and it was pretty big for Kalamazoo to have somebody of that caliber. And everyone in Kalamazoo kind of knew what his potential was and how he was going to come up. I don't think anybody would have guessed that he would have been Hall of Famer. As many rings as he got, probably one of the best shortstops for the Yankees organization, and continued his entire career with the Yankees, but everybody in Kalamazoo knew he was special, just yeah. not that special. <laughs> yeah, he was he was great. And uh, by the way, Rigetti, another lefty. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> 2010, what happened? Uh, okay, 2010, we got one of the approximately 60 rare uh, T206 Honus Wagner baseball cards are auctioned off by the Baltimore-based School Sisters of Notre Dame. And it is uh, sold for a whopping $262,000. The school then plans to use the money from the sale to benefit ministries for for the poor in 35 different countries. Did you ever ever say baseball cards, Aaron? I did. You got a Honus Wagner at home? 
I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind having a Honus Wagner. You know, I saw, um, I think it was on the Facebook today. Uh, it was a, uh, somebody had posted an interview that uh, uh, Bob Costas did with Tony Gwynn mm-hmm. and uh, Williams. Wow. Right? And Williams and Gwynn were. Uh, sitting there talking about batting, and it was a very short clip. But the, mm-hmm. you know, Williams said, "You know, I don't, I don't know about all this statistics stuff." He says, you "Just look for a pitch, you know, that, that you can handle, yeah. hit it." Now, it. That was Tony Gwynn too. They weren't talking about all the the stats and everything, but but uh, Williams says, uh, "Honus Wagner told me," and I'm like. You guys lived at the same time. I think of Honus Wagner as somebody from the 1800s. But Honus Wagner died in 1955. Mm-hmm. Williams would have still been, you know, he'd have been playing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I digress. <laughs> Go ahead. And then back in 2013, a name we know far too well in Detroit, Lloyd McClendon is selected to be the new manager of the Seattle Mariners, replacing Eric Wedge, who announced his retirement at the end of the 2013 season. Uh, Seattle's new skipper obviously spent time in Detroit and had managed the Pittsburgh Pirates for five years, compiling a 336 wins to 446 loss record from 2001 to 2005. Now, you you made it sound like McClendon. We're, we're not happy with him or something? No, just a name. Well, no. Yeah, we, we just I, he's I a baseball saying, man. One, at one time yeah. he was with us, then he left, and now he's back. <laughs> Has he been to your place? No. No, no, he is not. Because you need to help him. Because he's got a, he's got a big job. Yeah, yeah. that's not in my business. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I can't I can't say it enough. I I get it. They're rebuilding, but sure. come on. 114 no. losses. I get it. But There's no, got to be somebody in the minor leagues that can play at the major Sure. I mean, we we kind of self-lashed as a fan, and I, I agree with Aaron, and this is kind of what I was saying at, when we knew that there was going to be a rebuild. We, we spent a lot of money on these big names, and we tried. We really did. You saw it. We went to the World Series in 2012. We got swept. It was pretty brutal. But, yeah, we have to rebuild. I mean, the, the Cubbies did it. San Francisco's done it. Houston. Houston's done it. I mean, Altuve was with a team that was losing 100 games a season, every season. And he's still stuck with it. Now they're World Series. Well, <laughs> they're one World Series champion. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the World Series, uh, two, two, two shows ago, oh boy, Pat Sheridan was on. Oh, boy. We made our predictions. He really wants lunch. And, and we kind of made a bet about who would be right. Yes, who yes, Who would yes. get lunch, yes. right? And Mr. Perlman. Mm-hmm. Houston in five. Yep. Mr. Stewart, Houston in six. Mr. Monticello, Washington Nationals in, in, in seven. seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. We all just right. all wanted a game seven, though. That's the thing. We all wanted a game seven. I wasn't doubt it, but I didn't. It was a good series. It was a really good series. Well, I wanted a game seven just to have one more day of baseball. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I would like to point out, and I love it because I've seen it multiple places, and I completely agree with it. Washington did not win that World Series. Houston gave it away. No, I don't no, I don't know no. why I don't know why A.J. Hinch pulled that Granky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, 80 pitches, six and a third. Yeah, he let up a home run, and then he walked the next guy. But I have to have enough faith in a former ace that you can, you know, get me a ground ball double play like he had done multiple times already in the game. 
instead of bringing in a bullpen arm who I have used in three straight days. It made no sense. And, um, well, and then you leave Garrett Cole in the bullpen. Yes. And if you're bringing in any, if you're yeah. bringing in anybody, you bring in Garrett Cole. Yes. I don't know. I really think the manager screwed his team over. And it, I'm glad with his post-game interview, he acknowledged his mistake. And he said, this is the decision I have to live with now you for the rest to. of my yeah. life. Because he made the wrong decision. And I think a lot of people realize he made the wrong decision. Can, can I tell you why he took Grinky out when he did? They had a two-run lead. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to let... No, it was, it was three to one, right? Yeah, two runners. He runner. wasn't gonna let Grinky lose that game. But he you, wasn't you gonna put him have... in a position to lose that. It was two one when he came out. But there you go. He made and the there right was a move. runner on. So if there's a home run, yes, he's gonna lose. He made the right move taking him out the game because, like, obviously he was great, but he's not an overpowering guy. You know, he doesn't have the stuff to like just go after mm-hmm. you and get you out like that. Walk the next guy. The the problem was. If Garrett Cole is in the bullpen, I asked him before the game, like, hey, what situation do you feel comfortable coming in? He tells me any situation. Mm-hmm. So that is the one person that I'm bringing in. I'm not bringing in Harris, who gave up a home run the day before. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to bring in Garrett Cole, the best pitcher in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. And if we lose, we lose. But we went down with our best guy. You know, instead of trying to piece it together with guys that were getting, Ozuna was getting hit, mm-hmm. Harris was getting hit. Exactly. I'm not piecing it together with guys that have been getting hit. Yeah. I'm going with Garrett Cole, and we're going to ride it out, see what happens. It's game okay. seven. It wasn't like That's it was it. game three. It was, yeah. it was game seven. You're well, absolutely right. Aaron knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And let me, let me tell you why. When I was coaching Joey in the fifth grade, we were in the playoffs. We were up by, I want to say, two runs. The last inning, our pitcher was tired. Their best hitter was coming up. We hit a home run earlier in the game. We brought in Becca because we were going to win or lose <laughs> with our best. Lord. <laughs> Becca Hancock was the best pitcher, best player in that league uh-huh. at that age. A little shout-out to Becca. Uh-huh. I hope she's doing well. I think she's a soccer player no. now, unfortunately. All right. Well, uh you know, uh, let's 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 swap what we're talking about for something else. Uh, speaking of swaps, that's the best segue I have. Uh, some friends of ours here on uh, on NRMStreamcast.com, they do a show called Labels and Logos. That's uh, Juan, Jake, and Julian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're putting on a sneaker swap mm-hmm. at uh, what used to be Kobo Arena. It's mm-hmm. uh, uh, some bank now. TCF. Uh, <laughs> you know, I worked in banking, and, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, anybody that wasn't our bank was the enemy. But uh, they put some money out, put some money into Cobo Arena, so we'll give them a shout-out to TCF Bank. And uh, this thing's going to take place on December 11th, uh, 7th, excuse me. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in being a vendor, if you if you uh, want to come out and buy or sell some shoes, uh, do that. Uh, it's, it's a really cool event. Yeah, it's they the Michigan it Sneaker Exchange at TCF Center on December 7th. Vendors from around the state will be in attendance swapping sneakers and showing off the latest trends in fashion. Mm. And you got to be secure in your manhood to wear these green, blue, red, gray, and purple shoes. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a $20 admission. 
but you know what? Uh, you might get a twenty dollar discount off some shoes if That's you right. if you take some really ugly ones. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, obviously, this is from a different era than me. You yes, know, I we had PF Keds, and if you really, really had some, you know, some some swagger you wore your chuck taylors of course oh, yeah. of course and uh and if you were good if you're a good basketball player you took a magic mark and wrote on the side mm -hmm. the gun the gun <laughs> anyway that, that's the michigan sneaker exchange and it's at the tcf center december 7th mm -hmm. um and uh you know where can them. they where can they get tickets jess i don't know does it say so on here for tickets and tables visit michigan sneaker exchange.com mm -hmm. And uh, you know when you go there, uh, you know make sure you get on get on the camera because Corey's going to be uh, going to be, be filming shooting it. some video there. down there. Yep. Is Should that is event. that exchange with an E or with an X? That is an exchange with an X. X. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even notice that. <laughs> ah. Michigan, we'll give it to you if you went to the eye talk. MichiganSneakerExchange.com. Yep. That's right. Just leave that E out in exchange. <laughs> I'm sorry if I messed that up, Juan, no, and you're listening. He knows. Uh, but he loves you. Man, those guys are awesome. Yeah. They're just wonderful guys. Well, you should also go down and check out their uh, their sh uh, their shop at uh, Loose Cannon Flagship in Ferndale. It's uh, right on oh, 9 Oh, I've been there before. Yeah, you have, yeah. yeah they're yeah, really yeah. great. Okay. In the little basement, but they have all you know the sneaker trends. Yeah. They have a whole bunch of Yeezys, which is crazy. There's a, probably... A lot of money. I'm not gonna say that on, on the air. That you just go there. A lot of money. They they have a really nice selection over there. And 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 go go see Juan and Jake. They're really cool guys. So. Yeah, they're our MVP today. Yeah, they are. Speaking of MVPs. Ooh boy. Steven Strasburg. Yeah. Did he have a good series, Ethan? He did. He's also now a free agent. Wow. That must be uh, that must be hard to take. It's a little like when the Pistons won, and the next thing you knew. Uh, they had a couple guys were gone. Yeah. Well, of course, well, I mean, they, they, James, yeah, but that doesn't. James Edwards and. I mean, it doesn't help when you win a championship and then your team trades you like two years later and your entire course down to nothing. That's the one thing Joe Dumars did that I never understood. Well, this was, I'm talking before the Dumars era. Oh. Who was uh, 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 Mahorn? Mahorn? He was gone like right yeah. after that first mm -hmm. championship. Yep. And. Uh, you know, I haven't really been into basketball since the Bad Boys. Really? It's Even been, when they won with, with basic with yeah, Brown I kinda, and I kind of watched it. You know, during that was a great the, series. The James Edwards era uh -huh. and the uh, what was the other great shooter they had? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm old. I'm forgetting things, and I'm <laughs> drugged right now. And my eyes are all messed up. Lord. Uh, uh, I don't know about the Steven Strasburg uh, free. I, I get he wants more money, but. It's kind of a bold move after you just kind of won the World Series. You helped the team win, but realistically, I think Scherzer put this team on his back. Mm. Uh, just as my opinion, oh. and Anibal. I mean, you throw, you throw two, you get close to two no hitters back to back games. You had an ER and a Cy Young candidate and an ERA leader, and. It just Tell it, him, comes down, it comes yeah. down no. to no. I don't understand why Strasburg would. I know he wants more money. I get it, but you're yeah. opting out of a pretty good deal hey, right now. Corey, can he I, can I, and you're injury prone. Can, injury million prone. Can, I, can I pose you a question? 
Sure. Does Washington win that series if Steven Strasburg doesn't give you eight and a third innings? No. And I said he helped the team. He did help, but it wasn't that, all Strasburg. That, that was the most important game of that whole series for them was game six. I wouldn't give him a lot of money, though, um, if I was another the team. The reason he is opting out, and he's already said to the Nationals, you will have first dibs at resigning me, is because he can legitimately get a four-year deal for about $120 million. Why wouldn't you opt out? How and many injuries the, has he had? He has had Tommy John surgery, I believe, twice. Twice. But that twice. But that is a common. Is that is a common twice. thing now but if, in like, Major League Baseball, unfortunately. You got to remember, early in the season, Scherzer was hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strasburg was the one consistent guy exactly. throughout the year. Sure. You know, Scherzer was hurt again mm-hmm. in the in the World Series. Sure. Now he did come back and pitch Game Seven. Yeah. But Strasburg pitched two games, mm-hmm. two great games. Oh yeah. And this was to me. Overall, his best body of work, because the regular season, he was very consistent and good. And then in the playoffs throughout, he was good. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you win a championship with the team that drafted you, number one overall, all the hype, Uh World Series MVP, (laughs) you delivered to the city on your promise. You did. So now when I have an opportunity Uh where the market is available for me and I have an opportunity to get more money, why not? And he and he will get more money than yeah. what he's left on sure. the table. San Diego yeah. would easily, I think, give him a four-year, 150 mil. But you, would maybe you put, five years. Would even. you put him up in the category of of highest paid pitcher in the league right now? No, no. but no. it's about market though. Sure. Like so, it's like he's not the best pitcher. Yeah. But market wise. The market says he's going to get a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here are hey, the here are I'm, the starting I'm, I'm, pitchers who are available right now. Okay. As of on the free agent market, and there's only one name on this list that I truly believe is more valuable than him right now, and that's Garrett Cole. Yeah, of course. Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg. Yeah, you got Madison Bumgarner out there. You got Hinjun Ryu, uh-huh. Zach Wheeler. You don't got a lot of options if you're a team looking for that ace. You got really three options. You got Garrett Cole. Uh-huh. You got Steven Strasburg. And then you can say Hinjin Ryu, depending on if you need that lefty. Sure. Really, realistically, Garrett Cole, I think, is looking at two teams <laughs> heavily, and that's the Los Angeles Angels, and that may be New York. I don't see him going to New York. Um, Angels would be interesting so, because of new management. Yeah. And the team that's surrounding them right now. So every team that loses out on Garrett Cole will immediately, I believe, turn to Steven Strasburg. And then he can name his price. Sure. Because one team will give it to him. Is Boris his, his agent? Yes. yes. Yeah, it, okay. He's the agent for everybody that's a free agent. Rendon, <laughs> Strasburg, everybody. Wow. He's he is, he is just getting paid this this year. Well, uh, if that's interesting. The Angels... Yes. Yeah, I mean he, because he's from Los Angeles, and you've mm. got you've got their pitchers coming back. The uh, Shohei Otani. Otani should be back this year. We don't know how good he'll be, but mm-hmm. uh, hopefully he's back to you know what he was before. Sure. You know you got uh, you got a pretty good center fielder out there. Mm-hmm. Your first baseman's kind of like our first baseman at the end of his career, and uh, should be a DH. Yeah. I watched. I told you guys. I watched him play first base while I was there, and was not impressed. Um, um, the Pujols, man, what a it's Pujols. He was. He was. It's Pujols. One of the best hitters. Of 
But um, and he's still putting up like yeah, DC's still numbers. throwing up twenty yeah. some homers, oh, yeah. you know, hundred RBIs like last year. I don't know what he did this year, but mm. he's still putting up some numbers. Aaron, Better. I was out there and uh, he's playing first base, and there's a pop up hit between home and first, and it was maybe twenty feet toward home plate from first base, and uh, the catcher came out and made a great play. He never moved. He never moved. So, you know, the guy, I, I get it. You know, he's had a great career, but he's a DH now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. No. He, he he shouldn't be on the field because he looked like me out there. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, what, what, else, what else are we working on here? We got... Uh, all these guys that signed, Araldus Chapman signed back with the Yankees after what yeah. happened to him? Yeah. Is his neck still sore? I mean, honestly. You heard, a, you know, he had to have a really sore neck after that home run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. goodness. I'll give you a whiplash. Wow. You went there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he was smiling, though, at the end of that. Did you see I, that? He was I, smiling. I think he was just in shock. Yeah. Because he believed the New York hype. Yeah. Look, those guys are human. Yeah. The Tigers, the Tigers beat number forty-two out there one a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. Those guys are human. Well, yeah. I wouldn't put it as the Tigers beat him. Miguel Cabrera beat him. Yeah. yeah. So you had one of the best pure yeah. hitters going against one of the best ever pure closers. Is he going yep. to be a pitching coach somewhere? I think New York needs to bring him in, but. That I, may I, not it would make the most while. sense for Rivera to go to New York to be a pitching coach, but yeah. I don't know. I've, you know, I've, I don't know. It's a hard decision to make because, like, you know. But at, but at the same time, he's been retired for three years, four years sure. now. Yeah. He yeah. make it. He may still stay away for a few years before he gets back in. I mean, he's on the ballot next year or the year no, after. No, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. he was unanimous. unanimous. First yeah. guy unanimous. Uh-huh. And I thought year, you had to be out like and, five and years. And then this year it's going to be Derek Jeter and unanimous. And yep. then, you know, wh- whatever next Yankee that is going to be unanimous, we did, the third one. Did you see Lou? Lou is on the uh, old Lou Whitaker, yeah, 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 yeah. Is he going to make it? I hope. I hope Hopefully. so. He has to. I mean, it just doesn't make, doesn't make sense that you, you know, wouldn't put – Lou in that situation, like in that category He's, of a Hall he, of Famer. He compares very favorably to other second basemen. What yes. is the Hall of Fame criteria? Because you look at well, numbers of guys in, mm-hmm. and then like yeah. Lou Whitaker compared to other second yep. basemen that are good. Exactly. Well, it's like, what is the criteria? He won a championship, you know, put up numbers, unbelievable. What is the criteria play, for, for Hall of Fame? Number one <laughs> is play in New York. <laughs> well, I, I think the big thing, and it's with this new system now, which is what Lou's going through, is I think Major League Baseball has realized that there are players that really should be in the Hall of Fame that never were elected. Now, if you lay out, now if you lay them out in front of a panel of former players, they're more than likely going to vote eighty percent of these people in. Sure. So they eventually will get into the Hall of Fame. They just don't get in based off of what the current. Um, you know, reporters and uh, columnists believe mm-hmm. whether or not they should be in. Sure. G- give me your choice. Here's here's your choice. Here's a guy that's in mm-hmm. versus Lou Whitaker. Okay. Tell me which guy you want. Yeah. You can only choose one. Okay. <laughs> Bill Mazeroski, uh-huh. Lou Whitaker. What are the numbers, though? Oh, Mazeroski's about a 240 hitter. Really? Yeah. Had a, g- a great glove. What was his war? <laughs> oh, Hit boy. Mazeroski. Hit a very timely home run. 
That's yes. why he's in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Lou Whitaker hit a lot of timely home runs. Of and if you remember, you don't. I know. I can't help it. I'm old. But in the 84 World Series, a guy named Kurt Bavacqua, who played for San Diego, mm-hmm. I remember watching this on TV. Hits a ball down in the corner, in the right field corner. The right fielder, who maybe it's Gibson, I don't know who's down there, throws it to Whitaker, who's in shallow right field. Bavacqua's going to third base. The ball from Whitaker to third base is a strike. And I mean, it's like a foot off the ground to probably Marty Castillo. Mm-hmm. Tags him out. Changed that whole game. Yeah. It, and, you know, it, talk about a defensive player. That guy yeah. had a gun. Yes. He could have played third base yeah. in the big leagues. I don't think you have to argue with any Detroit-based fan. Great, great power. Lou could steal and... bases. Yeah. It, yeah. One there's, of the best double no, play guys yeah. in the game. I, I don't get it. There's no argument when it comes to Major League Baseball in the Hall of Fame. No. I mean, realistically, Lou if, should be if in. Lou, if Trammell's in, then Lou's in because they were a one-two punch. If and Lou Whitaker played in New York, mm-hmm. his name would be like Phil Rizzuto's name well, is in New York. Well, back to Ethan's point of, you know, the next Yankee to go in. Well, Rivera is in because he was the dominant closer. Oh, Mike, without doubt. Derek's in because he is an all-around player. He knew how to hit. He played well. He played well with a lot of different people. He was a really fantastic second baseman. Shortstop. He was, he was, or shortstop, I'm sorry. And uh, he, he wore that C on his chest w- with pride, and he kept his nose clean for 20 seasons. In New I York. Mean, in New York, that's hard. That's hard to do. I don't see, honestly, see an, an another Yankee player getting in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. I don't. Not, oh, even, not even Roger Clemens. Nope. Well, obviously not Roger <laughs> well, Clemens. I don't know. It's interesting because, yeah, this past vote they they didn't have an uptick like they've had the last few years. But with more and more columnists leaving as voters mm-hmm. and new blood coming in, yeah, I truly believe before Clemens and Bonds are off the ballot for you know their time frame, mm-hmm. one of them will be in. Well, it's, it's hard to eliminate a whole era of baseball, you know, because that is. era brought baseball back to relevancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I don't believe in cheating because it's not good. No, it was right. not right because you turned yeah. players that had no business in the big leagues to guys making $50 million. Yeah. That's not right. But, you know, do you eliminate a whole era of baseball like, because of some, can't. like, you know, high ball standing, supposedly? Yeah. Well, and my, my big thing is, and I, I see a pro and a con side to steroids. Yes, it improves your, you know, your God-given ability. But at the same time, a lot of people need to look at the downsides of performance-enhancing drugs. It does slow your reaction time. It does so many things to your, you know, your physical ability. Mm -hmm. Yes, it enhances some parts, but it limits you in others. And I'm sorry, if Barry Bonds was not as quick with the bat as he was, he may not have hit as many home runs, even though he was taking performance-enhancing drugs. Sure. He could have been popping all those up. If if that's impacting his... uh, you know, if he doesn't have that good hand-eye coordination, that quick reflexes, and he just keeps taking PEDs, it gets slower, it gets slower. His career could have tanked. Yeah. His, you know, it's a give and take. Yes, he used performance-enhancing drugs. Yes, that enhanced his power and other abilities. But it could have gone the other way completely, too. Right. He was so, incredible before that, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, he was a great player before. Oh, yeah. 
And, yeah, and 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 to your point, I get where you're saying, uh, Ethan, is just mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, I could take performance enhancing drugs, but that's not going to make me, you know, play for a major league baseball team. It's not going to happen. I probably should play take some <laughs> performance enhancing drugs because. Uh, but no, I, I get what you're saying, and, and during that, you can't forget that era of baseball because there was a lot of great things that came mm-hmm. out of that. There was a lot of great players that came out of that. But again, back to the cheating side, you can't give them their accolades because of what they did. Okay, it, it, they knew it was against the rules, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So does Pete Rose belong in the Hall of Fame because he knew that was against the rules? Yes, because he yes. bet on his yes. team. Yes. <laughs> yes. You've been you've been in major league clubhouses. Yes. It's, it's on every bulletin board. No betting on baseball, isn't it? That yes. and don't hit the umpires. Well, so isn't, it, te- isn't it technically <laughs> no betting? I believe it's actually technically no betting on any sport, but they may have like, we, baseball. We, yeah. Um, okay, let's go through all these awards that you've oh. so yeah. graciously supplied, and let's go around the room. And let's let's uh, let's ask some questions. Okay. Uh, most valuable player in the American League, and uh, your choices here are Alex Bregman, Marcus Simeon, and Mike Trout. Who you like, Aaron? Trout. I, I get the Bregman argument because Correa was hurt. He moved mm-hmm. over, played unbelievable shortstop, yep. filled in, did mm-hmm. an amazing job. I mm-hmm. get it. But, you know, I don't want to jump ahead to the NL because I know you have some NL choices. Mm-hmm. But, like, what Mike Trout did this year, which is a regular Mike Trout year, Bellinger and Yelich are being praised for that in the NL. Like, it's something yeah. people never oh, seen. Oh, I know, yeah. And it's just ho-hum Mike Trout again this mm-hmm. year. Cool. To me, it's got it's got to be Trout, and I'll be interested if what you talk about if they get Cole and make some moves, it's going to be interesting to see well, the impact he makes yeah, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, and there, totally. and there's another name that we were talking about, you know, first base on free agent block that I could see happening. Jose Abreu is a free agent. Okay, before we get to that, tell me of these three guys who you like. As much as Trout, I, Bregman, as much as I truly Simeon. believe, as much as I truly believe it will go to Mike Trout, the only thing I can see helping Alex Bregman is Trout got injured towards the end of the year. Bregman was flying high at the end of the year. Will that make enough in the ballots? I'm not sure. I still think Trout gets it, but I think it could be very, very close to where Bregman well, could possibly steal. It's going to be three. Who do you like Corey? It's going to be three to Trout because I, I honestly believe he had a better overall season. He's yeah, he had a little bit of an injury bug just for a short period of time. But, uh, I mean, honestly, when you look at an, a player like that and on a team that he has and then the surrounding cast that he had with, you know, uh, Pujols and um, Otani and this, and he still shines as much as he does. And like I was talking about with Derek Jeter, how he's a Hall of Famer, how he's this kind of baseball you know, figurehead. That's what Mike Trout is. Mike Trout is like the next Derek Jeter, just playing in the outfield. Well, okay, I, I guess Trout has it because uh, I'm Trout. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I've he. It has bugged me the PR Trout has gotten over the years. Yeah, but, um, I mean, it's it's because I'm it's really I, I've been so. a Miguel Cabrera slappy, but what's um, <laughs> that even mean? But I'm I, I, I can see it with Trout. I see. I, and, and such a great guy. And he's stuck around out there. He is. Uh, despite the way they have 
just floundered. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just they gave him that contract for a reason, and uh, that's, I think, the only deserving contract kind of, in the He's going to be their Al Kaline kind of guy. Oh, the easily. Guy face of the organization for I can a long see time. him eventually, after he retires baseball, going and managing and doing really well as a manager, too. Okay, National League, Bellinger, Rendon, or Yelich? Who do you like, Aaron? I'm going to say Bellinger because the defense was incredible. He hit unbelievable. And I think, like, him and Yellers were close. But Yellers getting hurt, I think Bellinger, their team went to the playoffs. I think he gets it. Without a doubt, Bellinger. I mean, Rendon had a good year. Yelich had another good year. But mm-hmm. even, even being in a star-studded lineup like Bellinger was, he still separated himself from his teammates by far. Yeah, easily. And that, take, that takes a too. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Bellinger, I think, got this pretty handedly. Bellinger. Has Bellinger. to be Bellinger. Well, and he deserves it because he plays in L.A., you know. Yeah. Nobody watches baseball out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I, I went to a Dodgers game while we were out there, uh-huh. and I was surprised. The place was packed. It was a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. The place was full. And I, as I told you a few weeks ago, I went to a, an L.A. Rams game. When it was, yeah, it was the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. And they were playing in Anaheim back then. This was some years ago. It was, uh, it must have been early October because it, I was there for a mortgage banking convention. And uh, there was nobody there for a football game. And when, uh, when there no was a score. they move. When there, was, <laughs> when there was a score, it was like nothing happened. Everybody's in shirt sleeves. It wasn't football weather. Anyway, enough of that. Cy Young, American League. Ooh. Do we like Cole? Martin or Verlander? That was a uh, okay. tough I, one. I, I want to jump ahead on this real quick because as much as I think a lot of people are now going to say Cole needs it, Cole deserves it, the voting ends at the end of the regular season. So complete, completely forget about everything that happened in the postseason. Justin Verlander is the Cy Young. I know people are going to say, well, you know, yeah, he threw a no-hitter, but is that really enough to differentiate? Yes, if he, a no-hitter. If he doesn't get it, Will Kate get upset again? I, I think if he doesn't, okay, if he doesn't get it this year, this is this is the only year in which I can say they may have gotten it right by not giving it to him because it was too close to call. The year Porcello got it, no. The even last year with Blake Snell getting it, Snell had a hell of a season. Verlander had a better season in my opinion. He he carried his team again to the postseason. So you're sure about this? It's Verlander. I, if it's not Verlander, it's going to be Cole, and it's going to be by one or two, I think, first place of votes. Who do you that. like? Who do you like, Corey? This one's tough because you have two Houston players. I'm not even going to consider Morton at all just because Verlander has a no-hitter this mm-hmm. season. He threw well. He, he, he's exceeded the expectations of, oh, he's, his arm's dying. His velocity's gone. He's got nothing else in the bag. He comes out. He does well, doesn't do well in the postseason so much. Um, I got to go Verlander on this one just because of that no-hitter. I really do, just because he's he's proven the skeptics wrong. Come yeah. on, Aaron, tell us who you like. Who would Ver- you vote for? To me, Verlander, because from start to finish. Like, he was mm-hmm. down in start one mm-hmm. pretty much throughout. And Cole Obvious was unbelievable in the mm-hmm. second half, or mm-hmm. a little more than that, but yeah, I think... 
you know, the the whip was solid, you know, more, most wins. You know, there's like some underlying stats, and I think yeah. Verlander a little bit in the regular season was a little better. Mm-hmm. Well, and to point out, Verlander had thrown an MLB leading 223 innings, and his ERA was almost identical to Garrett Cole's. He also led the league, or major leagues in total wins, best whip, and he had the best strikeout to walk ratio in the AL. It was must see so, JV this yeah. season again. Must like he was like when he won the Cy Young in Detroit and, and the MVP. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right. it was must see JV this season. National League uh, uh, Cy Young winner. Who do you like, Aaron? We got uh, Degrom, Ryu, and Scherzer. You know what? I don't like any of them. <laughs> I don't. But I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think DeGrom is going to sneak it out, like, backdoor. Because, like, people were not talking about him. And Mm -hmm. they were talking about Ryu faded a little bit at the end. Mm -hmm. Scherzer had injuries. So I'm like, almost as like a default DeGrom again. You know, because his numbers were good. Let me give you my thing. I've said this before about Scherzer. The way his ball moves is amazing. I realize it's hard on his body. But secondly, Scherzer is more like the bulldog pitchers of the past, the uh, Bob Gibson types, the um, oh, the uh, Roger Clemens, mm-hmm. the Jack Morris types, a guy who's going to go at you. Yeah. Sorry, my dad just texted me. He's like, Cole was more dominant, period. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, old man. <laughs> Thanks for ke- checking in, uh, Mr. Fields. We appreciate that. That's awesome. <laughs> Who do you like, Ethan? Uh, as I kind of said, I don't like any of these choices. Yeah. But um, if if I see somebody taking it away, it's going to be DeGrom. But I think you're going to see, when it comes to them revealing who got first place votes, I think Steven Strasburg's going to take a few of those away from his teammate Max Scherzer, and that's what's going to be the difference. Well, Ugh. Corey. Gosh, you know, Ryu was just having such a good season. Until after the All-Star break. Until after the All-Star <laughs> break, which he had a little All-Star, you know, uh, hangover. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with the same reasoning with Aaron, because, yeah, I think DeGrom's going to sneak in there because mm-hmm. he just he was playing for a team that really wasn't doing much, and then all of a sudden, you know, he still shines. So, mm-hmm. DeGrom. All right. Well, you know, our Cy Young winner here uh, and— Sponsor of our show. Oh, wow. He's taking the sunglasses off. And I'm going to try and read this. <laughs> <laughs> now the lights are oh, on. Oh, no. Oh, look at the Century, lights. Century Mortgage Lending. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful to have them as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Century Mortgage Lending, uh, they, they just, they're remarkable. And I've said it before on the show, and rates are crazy low. The Fed just said this is probably their last cut for the year. This is where we're going to be. The stock market is on fire again. That doesn't bode well for rates. If you're thinking about refinancing your home, you're thinking about buying, now is the time to get in. Uh, Century Mortgage Lending, 248-258-4977. Talk to my friend Elizabeth over there. Tell her Jess said to call. She'll take care of you. And if it, if it doesn't make sense for you, she's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. But uh, they'll do a no-cost refinance for you. They'll get you pre-approved to buy a house if that's what you're looking to do. Mm-hmm. They give you a little counseling on, you know, what you should do yeah. as far as what makes sense financially. Um, their NMLS number is 134525. That's Century Mortgage Lending, 
4977. Mm. I'm I gotta get buzz on here. <laughs> that guy's just good. All right, what do, what do we have next here? We got the Jackie Robinson Rookie yeah. of the Year. Yep. Can can we just all agree that even though there are three finalists, there's only one person that has a legit shot of winning the American League uh, Rookie of the Year, and that being Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then let's next just one. move on. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah. He he. He did was, well. He's he's big dude, man. Mm-hmm. Big dude. Yep. And and you know what? That's what makes baseball so great. You look at Altuve, and you look at a guy like that. Yeah. I mean, they're just both scary. Like two two ends of the spectrum. Both great players. Can mm-hmm. I say something real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Because you talked about yeah, you know, we were talking about the rebuild, and the Tigers having a rebuild right now. Mm-hmm. You look at the Astros. Mm-hmm. Alvarez, Bregman. Springer. Correa, Springer, mm-hmm. Altuve. Mm-hmm. These are guys that came out of their organization. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and they bring a guy up every single year mm-hmm. that it seems like contributes in a big way to yeah. a playoff team in big time moments. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you, you follow the Tigers. Yeah. So who's who's in our minor leagues that's going to be one of those guys? I like their pitching. Well, I like some of the starting too. pitching. Mize, Fajardo. Yeah. yeah you know, Manning. Manning, for sure. Mm-hmm. good. I think they did well with the kid they drafted in the first round this year. I can't remember. Riley Green. Yes, Green. Green. You know, he got up to the Midwest League low A, you know, did well. So I think he's good. But they just need to – if it were me in the draft, I'd focus on more, like, impact bats early. Mm -hmm. Because you got to start getting some of those difference makers in your system. Because when you look at some of the trades, you know, you got to ask, you know, when they make – when you trade Verlander, J.D. Martinez, guys like that, I need impact guys back yeah. that are going to help contribute to a playoff team at some point. Uh, yeah, you know, so and that's did, what. Did they get that? Remains to be seen. I mean, we got we got Jacoby Jones in a trade. Yeah, yeah you got him for Joaquin Soria a few years ago. We got yeah. we got uh, Demerit, who was out in right field. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, Rogers catcher mm-hmm. Jake Rogers, mm-hmm. who looks like a big league catcher, but man. Looks like me at the plate so far. He's he needs to come out. and work out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but that's been, that's been that's been every Tiger catcher since Pudge. We always have great defense and not great offense. I mean, sure. you get them hitting between 230, 250 if we're lucky, sure. with a decent power and decent number of runs batted in. But as I pointed out before, there aren't a lot of major league catchers these days that are hitting close to 280, 300, driving in runs for you, and solid defensively. It's either they're solid defensively and they struggle to hit, or they're good at hitting and they suck at defense. Yeah. I grew up in a time when a guy who hit 250 was a bench player. Mm -hmm. Now a guy who hits 250 is an all-star. Yeah. You know, just if poor Tommy Brookins, if he were here today <laughs> in his prime, uh-huh. Tom Brookins would be making $5 million a year. I was really hoping Tom Brookins was going to eventually just take over Lindland's position. I thought he should have been he I thought been he should have. I really should have. Over McClendon, and, over a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. What a guy who he'd be able to handle the press. He would have been. And and he was he would have said, He still would have player. had the same scheme as like what the plan was supposed to be with Leland. And, and I used to go watch batting practice. Brookins would be out there taking ground balls over and over and mm-hmm. over. I didn't yep. see anybody else on the team doing nope. that. Nope. All right. Uh, all-time NL, or, or the, yeah, all-time NL Rookie of the Year Award winners. Alonzo, 
Soroka or Tatis? Mm. Well, it was going to be close until Tatis got injured again. Mm-hmm. Pete Alonso's taking it hands down. The polar bear. The polar, yeah. The polar bear ain't going to lose this year. No. Pete Alonso for sure. Who do you like here? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Manager of the year. It's crushing home runs. Has to be Ron Gartenheyer. Manager yeah. of the year. Yeah. Just that, to deal that, with it. I right. think because he had to deal with the team that he had. Yeah, honestly. How hard is it How hard is it to manage the Astros? Right? Apparently really hard. If you can't I mean, put in the coal when he was warmed yeah. up in the bullpen, well, no, and you're no, going to bring in Osuna. Warm, he didn't even have him warming up. That was the stupid part. No, he had him He had him earlier. He had him earlier. earlier. He had earlier he had in the game, but, earlier, but then he but, sat him down, and uh, he didn't get him back up again. Maybe is that why you don't think he brought him in then? His bring plan him back was him. to bring him in at the beginning of an inning, so it was more like a start. No. No. Garrett Cole's coming in. I don't care what inning it is. No, no, I'm not talking about what he should have done. I'm talking about what yeah. what his I think his thinking his was. plan was was to keep him fresh in the in the first uh, inning. But, until he but gets I all mean, three. Cole knew that he was if he was going to be used, he was going to be used in a must no. now use you situation. So he knew that me- that meant maybe not starting an inning. That yeah. might have meant coming in with the bases loaded. My my statement was how hard is it to manage the Astros when you have all that talent? Well, right? how big is the ego? Yeah, that's how another big thing. Is the ego? I mean, yes. They could have all the talent. They also uh, could all have inflated egos, which uh, makes them ten times harder to manage. I love Brad Osmus. I think that was his problem in both places. Was he, he wasn't was, able to handle the ego. Not just the egos. I think maybe he was afraid of these guys. It, Do you remember this game where he goes out and he's gonna just go talk to Scherzer? This is before we traded Scherzer, and Scherzer turns around and as Brad's walking towards the the mound, and he goes no, and he just yells at Brad, and Brad just goes. And he turns back around and goes right back no. to the dugout. Would you do that to Sparky Anderson? Nope. No. Because Sparky well, would have grabbed him by the scruff of the neck. No. 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 Would you do that to Joe Torre? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. They talk about some of the great. You, Tommy Lasorda? No, no. You wouldn't do it to no. those guys. But I, you, I don't you know, know. Pedro Martinez did that to him. I think, but back to your point about and ego. What happened to Pedro? <laughs> yeah. Back to your point about the ego thing is that. Yeah, ego is a scary thing to deal mm-hmm. with, and and maybe Brad didn't have the gump to kind of corral this ego that was in the clubhouse. But these guys should have known that, like, first year managing, you basically you know are coming off of this kind of whim that you're going to be a good manager someday. They could have given him a little bit of slack, I guess. I'm not defending uh, Brad Osmus. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. You defending have to. Bra- my dad was with the Tigers when Osmus was the manager, uh-huh. and it's like, you know, as a manager, I mean, that they put a first year manager. Don't get your dad in trouble. In tough, <laughs> no, 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 no. They just put a first year manager in a tough spot. Yeah. I mean, because you think about you know the Cabreras, Verland, the guys mm-hmm. like that. Those are guys that have been doing it so long, been in the battles in the World Series, yep. you know, played a mm-hmm. lot of tough games. Mm-hmm. Martinez. To me, yeah, yeah, I mean, to me, you got to get a manager that's a little more experienced for that situation. Like, yep. I think Osmus would be better for a younger team, yep. you know, maybe that doesn't have that kind of experience. Sure. But, you know, a, a group of guys with that much experience, asking a first year manager to, because you got to think about even the Astros. Their studs are were like when they brought Hinch in. Their studs were younger. Mm-hmm. That's easier to control sure. than guys that have been MVPs and Cy Young winners yeah. for ten years. You uh, know, another yeah. guy who was with the Tigers, who was in the World Series, AJ Hinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Tiger catcher for mm-hmm. a short time. 
All right, who's uh, who's our uh, manager of the year in American League? Baldelli, Boone, or Cash? Cash. I kind of like Baldelli. I gotta go with Cash just because he that they really shouldn't have done as well as they should have with the the supporting yeah. gas that they had. He, I, I mean, he really managed them well to get them to the playoffs. And, and you gotta go with Cash because you lost your ace at the beginning of the year, and even when he got him back for the tail end of the season, he he didn't look great. No. So the way he used that bullpen, I mean, he had to be using that bullpen multiple times every game. He knew how to manage. I don't know that uh, Aaron Boone or Rocco Baldelli could have gone down there and done as well. I don't think it was an easy job with the Twinkies either. Nope. Well, who do you like? I like them all. But uh, I think yeah. Cash, yeah. but I think Cash, because I mean, their payroll okay. is like $60 million. So it's like you got the sm- by far the smallest payroll. Yeah. And, you know, you saw what they did in the playoffs, and it's like they were two, like, really good impact hitters away from having a chance to win the World they, Series. Really? Yeah. I mean, they really were. I mean, and he, he just he managed them well. Yeah. I loved, I loved the playoffs this year because there really were some Cinderella teams in there. Oh, yeah. And to think, you know, that both Tampa and Minnesota – they're, they're really small market teams. Yeah, right? and, good and, for you guys. We didn't, I didn't have to watch the Indians play in, and what, in the postseason. Hey, 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 I, I was in their organization. Those are my guys. <laughs> relax. And, 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 and maybe Cash deserves it just because no payroll. What is it, 53 million? 58. Yeah. 58 million? Yeah. What are the Yankees, 220, 230? Yeah, we had, we, yeah, it was yeah. right, roughly. No. A lot. I mean, a lot. The, Na- the Nationals won the World Series with a $168 million payroll. But what was, but which was, which was identical pretty much to, to what the Astros are paying as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe that's the sweet spot. Okay, National League manager. Council, Schilt, or Snitker? The mm. only one of those guys I really know is Craig Council. Yeah. And that's because he was a good player. Really good player. Mm-hmm. Corey, you want to start us off with your prediction? Oh, that one's tough. I, I'm going to go Snitker just because the Braves did really well this year. I mean, they really, after a lot of the trades that they did, I mean, they traded away Anibal Sanchez like towards the beginning of the season. No, he was with Washington to start Was he at the beginning yeah. of the year? Well, it was last I, year, wasn't I think, he? I think Washington signed him in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then uh, even with that, I mean, uh, Snitker, he, he, the Braves really – to me, didn't look like they were going to be a good team this year, and they then they really did. They actually came kind of came out. I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Council. I think this is only a two man race between Snitker and Council. Mm-hmm. I got to go with Council because because I always disagree with it. They're, always. They're, they're starting pitching and bullpen from this year versus last year. This year was a huge letdown. Yeah. They didn't have that go to ace. Uh, the bullpen really struggled to, you know, prevent runs late in games. Mm-hmm. And then it, it doesn't help your playoff chances when you lose your best player. Yeah. But, I mean, Council did some interesting movements. Moving Moustakis over to second, I thought was a real bold move. It paid off heavily for them. Even though they missed the playoffs, I got to give it to uh, Craig Council. Who do you like, Aaron? Snicker. I do like I do like Council like because what he did was unbelievable because mm-hmm. you got to think about the the bullpen guys even Hater wasn't as dominant yep. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's 
What was the guy I mean, that was they, closing for them? They, from the, they, they lost, got from the Tigers. They lost Jeremy Jeffries. And, and the guy they got from the Tigers, um, young guy, closer last year, but struggled this year. Oh, uh, uh, the, the, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Wow. Why can I not? <laughs> yeah. Throws hard. Like, yeah, he was our stuff. starter. We got from the Yankees. Yeah, wow. Well, well, like, they 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 weren't the same. So I get he had a mm-hmm. yellowish got hurt. They started playing yep. well. But to me, Atlanta, like you said, looking at him, it was hard to kind of figure out the the East coming in, mm-hmm. the NL East looking yeah. at the year. Mm-hmm. Well, I but think he we knew Miami gr- was going to finish in Dallas. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think he did a great job, and they won the division. Yeah, yeah. and they and they controlled the division throughout. Mm-hmm. And you know, they have a lot of young guys. You know, Acuna hit a ball off the home, what he thought was a home run, mm-hmm. didn't run it out. Yep. He took him out. You know, so controlling younger guys and getting them to play the right way is tough. And for them to control the division the whole year, that's that, a great impressive. Point. That's a really impressive. great point. He was able to control his players yeah. and, didn't, and didn't let the ego kind no. of take over. I yeah. don't even know who this guy is, Schilt, but I'll take him with what he <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you why. Because the Cardinals. The Cardinals came from nowhere. They did. They fired their manager. This guy takes over, uh, and they get to the playoffs. Uh, I mean, he got an extension just recently, Schilt did. Um, but you can't, I mean, looking at makeup of the team i think the brewers in the situation were in the worst position i'm sorry when you're st louis and you just traded for probably one of the top five first basemen in all of baseball paul goldschmidt kind of was a letdown at the beginning mm-hmm. and then he really came on and then he struggled again towards the end of the year but st louis i thought was underperformed they had all this talent and it didn't perform all through yeah. all throughout the season paul de young was a great surprise but Marcelo Zuna struggled. You, you gotta, you gotta wonder. He was on my fantasy yeah. team this year. He was like, he was injured mm-hmm. a little bit. Goldschmidt was a big letdown. Yeah. Molina was injured a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like you said, just based off the names and the guys they had, you thought they might do a little better. Oh this yeah, year, totally. But, well, um, we're gonna run out of time here, and I don't want to do. <laughs> I don't. We could talk all day. Oh, of know. course. Uh, Aaron, thank you for joining us. Thank you, and I appreciate it. 10.30 Saturday, yep. all fields hitting in Southfield. Yep. Go to your website, which is? Yeah, so uh, afhbaseball.com, and it's got all our guys. So you'll see our staff, amazing guys, amazing staff, can and, relate to players, all kinds of experience. And I really helped John O'Hara, so. You oh, know, that's you, right. You know, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, you did a great oh, yeah, job with guy. him. Yeah. John's a good, ki- yep. good kid, good, great kid, good family. I want to thank yep. his dad for recommending you to us. Oh, no. All fields hitting, yes. Southfield, 10.32. 2:30 to 2:30 yeah. Saturday, come on, come and check it out, and uh, I'll, you know I'll give you an autograph if you find me. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna set up a table for you. All right, thanks for joining us today for Ethan, Aaron, Corey, and Jess, and everybody in the booth. Let's play two. <laughs>